Conspiracy Radio, where we discuss the unidentified, the unexplainable, paranormal, conspiracies, and much more. Starring your host and co-hosts, Eddie Nicasio, Sean Kelly, Trish Lowe, and Jason Spencer, Ryan Petro. Brought to you by UPRN Network. Now for your host, Jenny Nicasio. Good evening and welcome to Chasing Prophecy on 105.3 New Orleans, where we discuss anything and everything beyond the scope of normal. I'm Jenny Nagassi, along with my co-host, Sean Kelly. And of course, Trish is not on board yet, and Jason is on the road. You know what it's like to be a musician. Hey, Sean, how's it going? I'm doing okay. Um, A little rough week. You know, I'm still recuperating from work uh, the month of... (laughs) Yeah, and the month of December was crazy, especially the last week, cutting all that pork. I think I cut over 400 pounds of pork. And I, wow, I mean, that's a lot of pork. Yeah. A lot of bacon. but A uh, ton of bacon. <laughs> ton of well, bacon. that's good. You had a good uh, recovery so far. I mean, mm-hmm. you say you recovered yet? Mm, I'm about halfway there. It takes me a, a month to recuperate from December. It really does. Um, well, it takes me probably a week to recover from putting all the decorations away. Oh, man. Did you yeah. do it? Did yeah, like- I did it. And I finished this weekend on Sunday. I did a marathon. So I finished. And then I just laid around and watched movies with my mom. We've watched a lot of cool different shows that haven't been on before. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like Netflix has all old movies on there anymore. I don't know if you noticed that. I have. Did you, get, I, you I, notice I, that? Yes, I have. Um, I'm not really, we got uh, that Discovery Plus, you know, the, the fire stick. Oh, and yeah. I like Discovery Plus because they, they have everything on there. And I enjoy watching, I, I like watching like the murder mysteries, you know, oh, yeah. where the cops go out. And um, how you doing, you, Gary? You Good like those, uh, what are they called? Uh, mysteries. Yeah, like when where the police go and investigate a murder, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, I watched Dumplin about a mo- uh, beauty queen who had a little chubby daughter, and she wanted to be in the um, pageant. So that was really good. Mm-hmm. And it looks like she's, Trisha's here. Yeah, Hi, there Trish. she is. I was worried about I you not being on. Dang well, time! I tell you, I'm it's like. You. It's like the spirits will not allow me to go on until 8.17 on the dot. That's crazy. I believe that. I believe that. You got a little gremlins in your computer. Like my computer will work fine all day. And the second I log on to the studio page, it just shuts down. (laughs) I got to get some salt out and some sage. Yeah. Start doing some, you know, cleansing going. Something, yeah. Yeah, we were just talking about how we're recovering from the holidays still. Um, it's hard. Yeah. I mean, it seems like we're always so rushed and you don't know what to do and you're just thinking. Oh. And then when Christmas comes and New Year's comes, we're, just, we're exhausted and what we do is sit on the couch and then it takes us a while. to. It seems like the, the older we get, <laughs> yeah, no, the old, right. you know, harder it is. You're right. But Trish is a lot younger than we are. Yes, he is. Yeah, but it's still, you know, this year I didn't even start preparing. I didn't even go Christmas shopping until uh, two days before Christmas, for that matter, this year. I used to do that a lot. To Amazon. Yeah, to Amazon. 
Uh, I've been just watching documentaries and listening to talk radio. And again, I want to say watch band.video. Okay. <laughs> you want to learn about the reset, the big reset, and we don't mm -hmm. want the reset. So we got to watch that. And there's a lot of good videos like Alex Jones, Infowars. Make sure you go to band.video. Um, yeah. I have, gonna, what? I have a question or let me run this by you. Was it last week we were talking about all you know that what do they call it gas lights from an airplane uh, uh chemtrails yeah chemtrails okay um i I've, I've been doing some research and doing some uh talking to some conspiracy theorists okay um and i'm still on the fence of it i'm leaning toward it might be happening but everybody has caught this covid okay a ton of people caught covid and i'm wondering if the government, this is what the conspiracy theorists are saying. The hell's that? <laughs> There's a, my ghost just turned on um, the radio. <laughs> Alexa, stop. <laughs> Alexa, stop. What I'm sorry. Was it? Oh, um, it was a country song. Uh -oh. Now. <laughs> um, That's relevant. Is it possible? that the government like launch some kind of chemical to, to give all all these people COVID again oh yeah i was i was you were listening to the same one i was listening to yeah um there's a lot of uh, speculation that the these aircrafts are actually um throwing the um the COVID into um the atmosphere to make yeah. it airborne now yeah, you never know well so this i, I mean and this is with the government since the what like the 60s 70s they had all of the the different projects uh like the one where they dropped fleas over the south to uh, see how fast and mosquitoes there, there was one with mosquitoes and fleas um to see how fast they spread some sort of like cold virus or something they also did it in san francisco oh i believe it because you think about it this way trish how, well, how they, COVID they had a report they had a it was an experiment they did back in the I want to say the the seventies yeah I believe and, it um, and then in Kansas of course um, they've been like I said we've we've had chemtrails here for years because they spray the crops mm -hmm. you know um, so and it's it, not a conspiracy theory because it's no, true it happens no, it's, it's true I mean they admit we've seen it yeah mm -hmm. okay, we've seen so it. No, Sean, I, I, you're absolutely 100% right because I've seen a lot of um, YouTube videos, TikTok videos of people um, videotaping it and even saying that they see stuff coming out of it. And the way this, you know, think about it. Do you really think that Omicron actually spread that fast so quick? In a couple no. Of I, I mean, come no. on. But there was, and the only reason I took any um, – notice or paid any attention to this was because I had a dream about this years ago, um, right before COVID. And, you know, intuitively I'm like, I wouldn't know about that any other way. And I, yeah, would how would you, if you thought about that, but there was, there was a comet or, um, like an asteroid or something that had flown over China, um, prior to right before COVID mm -hmm. that was, and I'm pretty sure they named it Corona or something, you know, before all of this came about. And so that it, it's always been speculated that anything from space can carry yeah. bacteria that is, is foreign to our planet. So exactly. it's another, funny that you say that because, you know, there's all these sci-fi movies that that's how the extraterrestrials are going to get rid of us by sending something out through the atmosphere. Like, uh, 
virus to kill us. Yeah. And, and that's the thing, you know, even when our people go into space, you never know. I, I've always wondered, what are they bringing back? Even, you know, it's it's not like the spaceship's decontaminated as, it's, yeah. as it enters the, you know, ozone or anything. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. I'm just reading Gary's, I don't know who this, this, this uh, governor he's talking about. Oh, you don't like us talking. Uh, this is what, one thing I don't like about people they don't want us to talk anything about what's going on in the world although most of the stuff that we talk about is that's going on in the world is paranormal okay it's beyond the scope of normal folks definitely you know definitely there's so much stuff going on that we can't explain Mm -mm. especially when we go back into um what's going on over the mountains and going into the national parks leading up to what we're going to be talking about tonight about the um there's creatures that lurk in our midst okay yeah um a lot of creepy creepy things and we were we were talking about it for a little bit last week about the um the jersey devil Mm -hmm. so i don't know if any of you guys know the story about the Leeds devil which is another name for the um the jersey devil you know uh sean do you know anything about the jersey devil i know you do (laughs) and it's like a it's it's there's there's um areas in philadelphia and there's there's a place called pine barrens in mm-hmm. south jersey and the creature is often described as a pipe like a bite with like a like a like a creature with hooves but there's so many variations of it and there's one even that says it's like a kangaroo like um yeah. creature with like with a horse body and a goat like head leathery skin um, small arms. I'm trying to picture what a T Rex or something. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like a T Rex. I'm trying to picture this. Well, yeah, here's it's like yeah, it's creepy looking. Um, and then it has like it's been reported to move really quickly, really fast. And you know, I was thinking, remember that old um cartoon, the Tasmanian Devil? I wonder if yeah. that's what I is that what this is about? I mean, the Tasmanian Devil could it be like the Jersey Devil? Is that has anybody ever done any research on that oh, cartoon yeah. character? I haven't. I have. You know, he goes really fast, and he has a high-pitched, blood-curling scream. And there's stories known as the what's that? How do you pronounce that? Ragua, 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 Yeah. Um, I think and, there's something similar um, in the Chicago area in the Midwest. I know I, that that's always been compared to the Jersey Devil. I'm not sure of the name though. And before we get really in dive deep into all this discussion, I want to let our viewers or listeners know that if you want to be on, if you have a question or a comment, I am going to share our link. If you know anything about any of these creatures, I would love to have you um, come on board and tell us what you know. Um, and if you have any questions or comments for Sean or Trish um, or myself, come on. So I'm going to post that and just let you know that you can comment. We're on Twitch TV. We're on YouTube and we're on Facebook, Pittsburgh Paranormal and uh, the UFO Paranormal Network. So I'm just going to go ahead and share this link. If anybody has, what am I doing here? I got the wrong one. Jeez Louise. Jeez Louise, mercy me. (laughs) So let me go ahead and put that in here. So if anybody has any comments or questions or have a story to tell about your creature, if you've seen any of these creatures among the the woods, camping or on vacation, uh, please let us know so we can put you on. 
Okay, so getting back to the story of all those creepers, um, jeepers, creepers. Okay, I'll shut up. Okay, um, now there's a there's a story about this. They're like it goes back to a woman who actually saw this creature. Her name was Leeds. Um, did you did you hear anything like that? Yeah, Sean? I was yeah I was doing uh, some some research on it before the show, and actually. Um, the woman, you know, had so many babies and she just got tired of having kids, you know, and on, <laughs> she had 12 of them. Yeah. on the 13th one, she it's, cursed her baby. Yes. And, oh, wow. Yes. Do you and remember what her name was? Um, was it I think Leeds? I have it here somewhere in my Leeds? notes. Was it Leeds? Yeah. Her first name was Leeds. I want to know what her, her last name was Leeds. I was trying to find out what and she, wait, let me get to that. I'm going to find her name. Yeah. She cursed her um, 13th baby um, mm-hmm. because she was mad that she was pregnant again. I mean, you know, what do you think it's going to do when you, you know, <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? Um, yeah, her name was Jane Leeds, who was married to Daniel Leeds. But there mm-hmm. d- d- doesn't seem to be any connection between them. I mean, apparently there's a lot of speculation or stories that sh- that the Mr. Leeds who impregnated her was a the devil oh really yeah okay i didn't read that part Maybe yeah despite, yeah there was all these newspaper stories and then as the years went on they were like down through the centuries you know the stories changed over and over and over mm-hmm. but it goes back to that she her name is deborah lee her name was deborah and she was married to um Jepep Leeds and they both lived in Leeds Point. Um, they, like you said, they had 12 children, and the, which does line out with the original legend that they said that there was a woman who had all these kids. And what happened was she was tired of being a baby factory. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and so she was now she kind of cursed herself, apparently. But that was the story. But then um, they think that the, the baby what could have been the offspring of an, uh, one of her lovers, a British soldier. Okay. During the revolution in 1778, they took, there was a battle that he was in that took place on chestnut neck in Southern New Jersey. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, she, she cursed her, her baby. And as a role, she gave birth to this. At first the baby was normal looking, but then it started to get like, like creepy looking you know like weird yeah like and i I do believe they um uh she would they proclaimed her as a witch and that you know she had oh she was a witch and uh, well they call it her curse i'm not knocking witches curse so you're hearing a different you're hearing a different story than i did where it said that that it was so you're saying the other story about it was it was a witch cursed her yeah yeah, she was. A, they claimed that she was a witch and had um, copulated with the devil himself. Well, yeah, that, she. Yeah, that's the story too. That there was two different. There's so many different versions of the same story with the leads. Um, one, like I said, that she had sex with the devil, and she, her offspring was going to be devilish. I mean, if you, you know, Joseph swore that he saw a devilish creature flying through her room at one point. So you never. It could be, um, in like 
decades later, it kept on changing. So we don't know. And there was a lot of claims that this baby that was born, that it was like hideous looking. It's so many different um, characteristics of that creature, Trish, that had like, like you said, the creepy looking arms and he had hooves and he had horns. <laughs> See, that uh, sounds like the... Um... There's at Stoll, Kansas here, there's a very similar story. And um, because Stoll, it was reported to be one of the seven gates of hell. And um, supposedly the devil um, had an affair with a witch and their offspring was kind of a demon, werewolf, demon. something creature. So, well, yeah, if you have sex with the there, devil, you you watched Rosemary's Baby, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to pull up your picture that you sent me, Sean. I just can't pull it up. Yeah, that was from yeah, Russell. Like that a, was a from bat. Russell. Yeah, that was from Russell. Russell. Russell Round. Yeah. They found something like that. That to me looks like it's just a, I don't know. It's like, a, it, it's one of those uh, Let me very see large, it says it. it's a large, uh, what did it say, a hammerhead bat? Yeah, like hammerhead. Bat. Bat. It looks like it had. It's sort of like the island of Doctor Mor Is it Doctor Moreau that when yeah. he um, did genetics, like that was a genetic creepy, that was experiments a where was he, a yeah, definitely movie. where he would share, like he would, you know, splice. Um, I wonder how I can pull this up without sharing the whole. Yeah, thing. he's this. He said this is a hammerhead bat, thought to believe what people are seeing as a Jersey Devil. Let's see if I can make that bigger. Can everybody see that? It's hard to. That's what he looks like. Yeah, to me, that looks like it could be some kind of genetic uh, mutation of some sort. It looks sort of like it could be like. Looks like it does look like it would be a. Yeah, it could look like it. Maybe that's what they're seeing. This that does look like something like the Jersey Devil. Yeah. Possibility, and just think up there in New Jersey, all the ships that came. I mean, back then, a long time ago. Oh, oh, the, did the Quakers come over, or the Puritans come over from England? And because that was part of England, um, the Pine Barrens. It were yeah. Leeds. So, well, these these yeah. Well, they they said there was a lot of killings of livestock too in the area. That they mm -hmm. saw this. The similar sightings were reported. And then they also heard screams and saw tracks in the snow, like hooves. And then they'd see like animals that were mutilated, sort of like the ET um, mutilations. Mm -hmm. But this was like a lot of the um, livestock that was and livestock that was mutilated, and the screaming was, I believe they have it reported back in 1925. And it continued with a farmer, but he claimed he saw an animal that could not they couldn't identify. And it sounds like it's something like what Russell put on the screen is trying to, and it, what they said is they saw one of them trying to steal his chickens that he was that close to it. And he fired his rifle. He hit, hit the target, killing the animal. He took photos of it and it's court showed over a hundred to hundred people, but none of them could identify what they saw. And it looks probably something sort of like that picture and the creature they couldn't figure out what it was, but so many farmers believe that it was this creature of the Jersey devil. Mm -hmm. And I, I believe there was a guy named Stephen DeSoto and he's, he's one of the 
one of the farmers who inspected it. And like you said about the ships that came in. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So who knows? They said it was a flying creature. And this creature that we're seeing on the screen also has wings. Like yes. you said, a bat. Mm -hmm. It's kind of creepy, though. Um, I don't know what looks you think like, about I'm that. I'm sorry, but it looks like a dog. <laughs> well, it, don't you think, Trish, it could be some kind of mutation of a cross, like some kind of, you know, you know, sort of like inbreding? Yeah, it looks like a creature. giant bat something. <laughs> it does. Um, just yeah. does look like it. But they also said they heard chain like rattling. And I don't know what if somebody's just going uh, a little bit too far when they say these things, you know. I, I think but, so. Sorry, go on, Sean. Oh no, go ahead. That's um good. no, well, I was gonna say a lot of times, so you know, any type of cryptid has always been associated with UFOs and and e aliens and ETs. So if you if you think about it in that perspective then if there's a spaceship and that just happens to say that was the creature that was on the ship, that's just how they look. That's how that race of extraterrestrial looks. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. and there's, you know, a ship that's, that's covered by some, you know, um, holographic illusion or something that you can't see then, then yeah, maybe there would be other sounds, um, you know, motors or buzzing or chain, whatever, you know, possibility you know. on that one. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But they all re they always refer to it as an animal or demon or monster, like a weird mix of DNA. So that takes us right to what we were talking about. Also, the skinwalker, skinwalkers. Mm -hmm. So those are probably the those, same. Those are freaky. Yeah. Yeah, those, the skinwalkers. So skinwalkers are very broad. I, I mean. Mm. They're all over the place. Though, because, yeah, they, because depending on which culture or part of the earth, you know, um, you're referring to them, you know, almost every culture, they're they're similar in every culture, but they're they're vastly um different as well. So well, isn't isn't the skinwalker like a gigantic humanoid creature of like it smells, it, it's just it's, um hmm. It looks crazy. It's, it's all with that. They always, you know, they always have them with these big, like, like felt. Was that what is that called, Sean? Um, it's like material that's over them. Um, like, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm suede. I was looking at my book. Like skin, yeah. like, like, yeah, I guess it would be skin, like animal hide. Mm -hmm. And then because you never get to um, see their face. Well, it, but they they're transformed from um wolf coyote bear fox or other animals um anything that inhabits the skin of another of another creature so and, and it originated with like norse mythology and, and native cultures mm -hmm. um, because they they had these fighters that were that would wear wolf skins and so a lot of times in many, especially with like um, when you're referring to um, like shamanic studies and, and things like that, the person, um, even remote viewing to an extent, they inhabit that animal's strengths. Um, mm -hmm. Or like if they killed a bear or, or the, the wolf or whatever and then wore its skin, it's said to they become one, you know, right. so that's that's kind of where it originated. Yeah, well, the, a lot of people think that they're um, werewolves. Uh, yeah. 
Um, but that's where the Wendigo comes in, though. So, um, well, they're all, they seem like they're all, what do you know about the Wendigo, Sean? Oh, okay. I took notes on this one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, the Wendigo is found mainly in the East Coast forest of Canada, the Great Plains region, and the Great Lakes region. And the tribe, the uh, Native American tribe, am I pronouncing this right? Algonquins. Um, they, the story they give it to it is that it's a, a, a malevolent spirit. Malevolent. And it possesses <laughs> humans. And it feeds on humans. And green, and a lot of greed, a lot of hunger, uh, cannibalism. And uh, what is it? And it likes to have other people commit murders. If I'm not mistaken, you know how it travels is it goes from one body into another person, something like that. That's like and, venom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's sort of like a walk-in, like. But they, they just... mm -hmm. And then they also say that they're that's the, that they where they come up with werewolves because they were over in Europe, um, but. There's also what, you know, this is what I hate about scientific stuff, all right? There's a thing out there that's actually called a Wendigo psychosis. And that is a person, like us or whatever, uh, at eating human flesh. There is something out there that you're, you're muted, Jen. She's muted. <laughs> I think she. Oh. She muted. Muted again. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> sort of like a, um, sort of like a like a zombie, like a uh, Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah, but that's creepy, man. It's just like me if I'm a Wendigo, jumping into Trisha's body and making her do all kinds of crazy stuff, and then she gets done doing it, she jumps into your body, and, and it. Wasn't there the sleep doctor? Was it the sleep doctor, Doctor Sleep? I Doc never heard of that. Doctor Sleep. Never I think it is. It. It's part of what they are. Doctor. Yeah, Doctor Sleep. It's a know, movie. Bryser says. So, what yeah. do you guys know for sure? We don't know anything for sure, Bryce. We're just speculating, and we're just giving our opinions. We're not professionals in the um, cryptics. Sean is a Pittsburgh paranormal founder that. Uh, he goes on ghost hunts. He investigates paranormal. I used to be a MUFON field investigator, which I investigated UFOs and um, strange phenomena. So we're not especially, um, we're not, we don't, we're not researchers in the cryptics. We're just doing it for our show tonight. And like, if you have, if you know of anything and you'd like to uh, come on the show, we'd, be, we'd been more than happy to have you on. Mm -hmm. So damn, damn straight, man. Damn yeah. Straight. So, I don't know. I think that um, to me, I still think skinwalkers are some kind of uh, Indian. So, yeah, I was going to sew my, uh, you know, my handy <laughs> dictionary here. That's cool. Um, says the, uh, you know, the natives that also um, and the shamans, they it was said that human witches or shamans. Shamans. <laughs> shamans. These being gained their evil powers by breaking a cultural taboo. 
naked except for a coyote or wolf pelt. They would break into homes and attack the people inside, use magic arts to imitate human voices, luring people out of safety of their homes. They're also said to be able to read people's thoughts and would Mm -hmm. use people's hair, nail clippings, or old clothes to attack them with curses. A related Cajun legend tells of the Rougarou. Is that yep, the Rougarou? That's Rougarou, yeah. A skinwalker who possessed the human body and the with the head of a wolf or a dog and prowled the swamps around uh, Louisiana. Yep. But, but that word is is French for werewolf. But see, I, I always think of, um, you know, being obviously a witch, I think of um, werewolves completely different because they completely through legend, um, you know, again, I haven't met a werewolf in person, um, but (laughs) they transform completely into that animal. It's a little bit different than um, kind of their spirit using another animal or person's body. I think that's the difference. But you know what? There are some people that honest to God believe they're werewolves, you know, and I think... And there's, uh, um, I don't know what it is, but people, there's some people out there, I don't know if it's a disease or it's hereditary, but they have hair all over their body. That's just a hairy bug. (laughs) No, I mean, seriously, they look like a werewolf, you know. I'm not knocking them, I'm just saying. The Rougarou. um, The Rougarou. is, Is often told to frighten children into behaving. Mm-hmm. Because it's the beast is also said to hunt down Catholics who break the rules of law. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I read that. I read that. Yeah, that's, that's funny. funny. Huh? There'd be a lot of rougarous up here in Pittsburgh now, wouldn't there be? <laughs> Most definitely. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm not so sure about the uh, Catholic thing, but but um, I don't know. I just I. It it all depends on what you see at night, what you what you drank, maybe what you took. You know, was it something kind of like hallucinous? You know, what your parents taught you? Yeah, I mean, if you see oh. one of these, I don't. I believe in foot, uh, Bigfoot. I do believe there is a creature mm-hmm. that goes through that's you know t- different dimensions and there's portals. I don't know if this is going to be a um, what do you call it a. Uh, a Jersey devil, but I do think maybe they're all related. They're just think about it. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people out there, especially in the woods. I mean, there's these, you hear of these, I'm not cutting down West Virginia or anything, but you know, there's, there's, there's these, um, what do you call those towns that are in the, come on, Sean, the help Appalachian me out here. Yeah. Like Appalachians or, that there's a lot of creek, there's a lot of woods, there's a lot of land, there's a lot of you mm-hmm. don't know what's up there. I mean, it could. I know there was a TikTok video that I was watching that there's a there was a, a documentary of a of a um, reporter that went into the Appalachians and he um, he interviewed this family and they're all inbreds, mm-hmm. and they're not very pretty. I mean, there's there's there there's mental problems, there's genetic. Uh, defects there's facial deformities intellectual deformities so why why what what why couldn't one of these creatures be that instead of bigfoot or something that's extraterrestrial why couldn't it be that Uh, it it could be but john killian uh, wrote something 
um, if you want to check it out. Definitely, they're they're Indian in origin. The Navajo. Navajo you know. Indian. Yeah, but. Uh, well, skinwalkers um, are also they're they call them walkers and and other things also in in Africa and, and I believe the Middle East as well. I'm not sure what the name is there, but it's all it kind of the the same, you know, with the um, in Africa with mm-hmm. in voodoo beliefs. Oh yeah, witch doctors and stuff. So yeah, yeah, I believe in witch. I mean. Definitely in New Orleans, there's a lot of voodoo and these witch doctors. I do believe in that. I totally believe in it. Mm-hmm. And maybe they did something to these. Maybe the Indians were, it's sort of like the same thing. You know, they're doing some kind of witchcraft or voodoo right. or oodoo or some kind of thing like that. Curses. You know, there's a lot of American horror stories. I did one sort of like, <laughs> you know, these creatures. And I still going back to the more I, the more I research it, the more I keep going back to, to uh, the, that video with the inbreds. I mean, there's a giant, like I I know it's, I know this is a fictional story, big fish, but I just watched it and it's, it's like a fairy tale, but there was a giant. He was like seven. I mean, in the store, he was like 12 feet. Um, There's these, tall human beings that can't survive in mainstream society that they go off into these Appalachians or the woods in Colorado, um, Montana, you know, really far into the woods. That's basically me. So, Dom, so, what's that? <laughs> That's, that's, that's basically me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That they go, they can't live in Society. No, because they're so they're physical people would they right. couldn't survive. They would be tortured. So right. the more I think about it, the the more I they can't talk English. There was that movie we watched on um four one one missing with uh, you know four one one hunted. Yes. And the group of um investigators and campers and they went out into the Sodoma uh, area Sedona. and yes and they listened to at night they could hear them talking and of a language that they didn't know what it was and i'm thinking to myself okay they no one can understand it but if you have if you were a person that was born with a deficient like def, you know Deficiency. birth defects mm-hmm. you could like severely mentally retarded and couldn't speak you would probably sound like that and you know how they had the old circuses when you were, you know, in boardwalk, you know, mm-hmm. New Jersey boardwalk or what's Born the other in the one? daily circus that was. Yeah, the circuses with the tall, the hairy people. I mean, those are all birth defects. And if you get go out and if you think about it, some of these Appalachian town, they do um, their brothers and sisters get they have sex, they get married. They don't think anything of it and their babies are deformed. I'm going, I'm thinking maybe that these, like that story with the leads is true. Um, the New, New Jersey um, devil oh. and skinwalkers. It all goes back to maybe not so much skinwalkers. We really don't, we never really get to see what they really look like. But some of these people have seen the New Jersey, the legend of the Jersey devil. 
And I'm thinking it's some kind of a DNA mess mishap. And think it could be that's what Bigfoot is instead of some extraterrestrial. Well, these things are big and hairy. Well, and there's even, you know, with science advancements, to this day, we're still discovering new species of animals. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. You know, we haven't even began to explore half the ocean. I mean, it, you know, who knows what's at the bottom of the ocean that we have in all kinds of different creatures that we would probably see for the first time, even though they've been there forever, longer than we have, and would say, oh, that's, you know, that's a cryptid. That's, that's this, that's that. And maybe because I've seen, I've seen so many um, different animals that, you know, could be classified. We're probably classified as cryptids grow mm-hmm. because it's where I grew up like that. You know, I grew up in the middle of the mountains with not hundreds upon hundreds of acres of forest and not a lot of people. So I'm sure there were things up there. And especially when I was younger, you know, that I didn't know it was normal to me, but maybe they had never been identified, you know, Mm-hmm. Um, and through science and such, because there were yeah, and do you you know they're doing? I don't know if you saw the movie Hype. It was it was on Netflix. It was a series called Hybrids or something like that. No, I didn't see that they they were doing the government was doing these um, scientific experiments where they would actually clone um, and have um, different species. And now there's all these little hybrids running around. And you know, I know that sounds far fetched, but it isn't. It's not that reality, the, these these stories that we watch on TV, they're not that far-fetched because if you can imagine it, I'm sure they've already done it, you know, and I, I who knows, maybe there is some kind of lab like Fauci is doing where they um, clone these different um, spices, genetic coding to these different creatures and they have half birds and half um, dogs. And then they have humans with dogs and humans with um, monkeys. So maybe that is Bigfoot and these cryptics and these Wadingos or whatever you call them and knockers and, and, and werewolves have been depicted since the beginning of, you know, since even Egyptian times and the hieroglyphics, they have animals, you know, it looks like human bodies with animal heads. That's that's been around um, and mm-hmm. through Greek and Roman cultures, all of them. They, you know. Well, I'll tell you what, my son, I'm not going to tell you the college he went to. He went to four <laughs> of them. But um, and he was studying that. And he they actually he actually build a fish from nothing like a little like a little what did he build a fish a real fish and was it like from he cloned it yeah see he did a fish they're probably doing other stuff i guarantee it but i won't tell you what university (laughs) on that one but uh no he cloned it no i believe if that's what he does he does genetic research not no more no he's doing something different that would be really fascinating to do i don't think it's more to help animals. That's all. Is that what he do? He's helping animals now. What they're feed. What what he does basically is, um, he he works and he does experiments for a company that looks into what animal feed, like for cows and chickens and pigs. Oh you know yeah. I mean? Yeah, he does experiments for that, and that's a pretty decent job. I think it's fascinating. Hell really. yeah. It's very fascinating. Mm-hmm. I tried to get um, some UFO, um, not UFO, um, 
Bigfoot um, researchers on. There was a couple books um, that I was looking at the app Bigfoot. I guess it's called the Bigfoot of the Appalachians. So I'm trying to get these guys on the show. And there's also I'm still working with um, the Brownsville demon. Um, I'm still working uh, with him. I know, but I think that would be a good one for you, so you can be. Uh, <laughs> uh, work. It's kind of. I think you like everybody's still a little, you know, off oh, yet. They're not. Um, I'll wait for that one. Oh my gosh, I'll be the devil's advocate. Tricky. Yeah. You will have to hold your ears when I get. Yeah, we're that. we're I mean, still we're still. Um, I think like people are still not you know into not January. It. I mean, I did. I investigated the house really close by, and I walked that property. Okay, my God, it was like nothing, nothing. No, did you go into the house? No, I didn't. See, no. you didn't go into the house. So. I don't have to go into the house. Well, maybe the house is haunted and you or possessed. No, it's not possessed. Trust me, it's not possessed. Well, no. you're gonna have to come here. <laughs> it's not my house isn't possessed, but yeah. I when a, are we gonna come out, man? Well, right? I'm actually thinking about it after what happened the other night. Um, yeah, tell everybody what happened. I was watching um, Big Fish, and. All of a sudden, I have a big flowered um, centerpiece on my table, and the flowers were going like this. And it, I mean, like, like somebody's pushing them. And the weird thing was, on the show, it was talking about dying and going, passing on, and talking to dead people. Oh wow! Yeah, and I'm like, oh my god, look. Look, and I was too slow. I mean, it's so hard to take video when something is actually right. happening. It's like, oh my god, I'm so slow because mm -hmm. I was too busy looking at it. But that's not all that happened. Um, I had spilled um, my drink, and before I went to bed, I decided to clean it. And I had my son's pictures where the water had spilled, so I'm cleaning it up and I moved the picture. And I said, okay, I'm going to move this picture right here, and you better not move it. Ghosts <laughs> should never said that. I get up the next morning, the picture is not was facing forward, and then all of a sudden it was facing out like this. I said, Oh my god, that is so creepy! And then I have yeah. a dog, I have a Sandy Cast um, dog, a puppy, German Shepherd puppy. And one morning it was staring, at, it was looking at the wall instead of looking out. It was facing the wall, like looking mm -hmm. at the wall. Like, okay, who moved that? But lately it's been going crazy. Noises, right and left, things being moved. Um, it's really, it's freaking me out. Call so us I don't out. know if this, is, if this is a friendly ghost, I hope. Why don't you, but why don't you ask it what it wants? You know, I, I guess, what does it feel scary i mean does it well feel i was scared when i seen like when that happened. i was i was scared i got I, my mom goes say the sign of the cross <laughs> but so, i mean uh, maybe it just likes flowers or you know i mean maybe it's a playful one like this time of year i have so many uh little like and it's probably because um there aren't as many plants and and stuff outside and there's always um, winter time is always a time that fairies and stuff come tend to come oh, in. If it was a fairy, and I wouldn't be, be mad. I mean, 
they can be little tricksters. You know, they'll move stuff and like hide my keys. Well, whatever this was, it was being funny. My um, Thor will chase, he'll just chase them all over the place. You'll just see him. Looks like he's, you know, chasing nothing, I guess, to a normal person. But <laughs> That's cool. No, 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 no. Well, cool. I would, I would, I welcome, I mean, I was thinking you guys coming out in the spring once the weather is not so bad. I'll That'd have to nice. lock up my dog. You know, to yeah, lock my yeah. dog up. Yeah, she'll, bite, uh, my, she'll, she'll bite my leg. She'll yeah, bite no, my leg. she won't bite you. She'll just bark and bite. Bark she just, and bite. She's, her bark is worse than her bite. Pro- she's never bitten anybody. Oh, okay. That's so good. that's good. She's never. Well, my first German Shepherd went through the window, went through our sc- our ba- our front door screen, went right through it at the, the UPS man. <laughs> Yeah, she she didn't mess around. But we have some really interesting guests tonight. Um, Trish, you want to introduce them? Oh, did you send them a link? No? I I have not yet. Um, You have it? No, I can send it to you. I can put it in. I think he's already. No, that's somebody else. That's your other. It was on last week's show, I see. Yeah, we have an interesting guest coming on the show. It's a paranormal group. If I can find the name, because I'm not really good at this. Because can I take the Vax? Paranormal? What's that? Are they Apex. 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 So I've heard uh-huh. them. They're in Kansas City. Mm-hmm. I've, have they ever been on the show? I don't think so, no. But no, that no, sounds no. so familiar. Yeah, so I they're think paranormal. they do a lot of podcasts. Maybe, maybe I don't think there's another podcast with that name though. There are paranormal investigators out of Kansas City where Trish lives, and they're looking to, for the they're looking to find answers to the unknown, provide help to those in need. Um, is there something special that they were working on, Trish? They have a lot of really interesting. Um, well, first of all, they, um, and I'll let them tell how they met and everything. They have a lot of very interesting um, investigations coming up in this area. There's so many, especially Kansas City, there's so many mansions mm-hmm. and houses and stuff. Um, but in the future, in 2000, well, as of 2022, um, they began working with Amazon Prime, um, presenting Apex Chronicles episodes wow. of the team investigating some of the world's most haunted locations so that's that's exciting yeah it really is hi kathy oh yes yeah that that's cool they're working with um amazon they're lucky it's hard to get into uh amazon yeah and a lot of their um upcoming events as well are um i know they're going to be working with um I believe the. I'm sorry. That's a good joke, Kathy. <laughs> yeah, that is. That's a good joke. What did the ghost buy at the bar? Booze. <laughs> so, so they have um, the Apex Chronicles, which apparently is also on. Um, they have it linked under their their Facebook page as well is on YouTube as well as they also investigated the Sally house. Um, so I'm kind of excited to hear what they have to say about that. And um, 
so many others. Um, Someone sent them the link yet? Yes, yes. Okay. How many? How many? How many investigators going to be on the show? Just two, um, but but I believe they have six total on their mm-hmm. team. Cool. Um, I know the Mac and Mick. McIntyre <laughs> Villa is going to be one um, coming up at the end of January. Um, the Temple in Salina, Kansas. Um, that is a haunted. Um, I think that was a, an old Masonic temple, I want to say. Hmm. Um, that's exciting. And then they also are working with, uh, there's another team, uh, the Ghost Hunters, I think is their Ghost Hunters. Mm-hmm. TV, yeah. Yeah, so they're going to be working with them as well on some of their upcoming uh, investigations. So. Okay. This is one of them. I think Shannon Johnson is there. Okay. Did you want to bring her, you want to bring her on? Or do we want to wait for all of them to come on at the same time? Two of them. It's up to you, Trish. This is your oh, gig. Oh, no, she, she can come in now. I, I, I can't see her, so. <laughs> okay. Hi, Shannon. Hi, Shannon. Hi. Welcome to Chasing Prophecy. Thank you. So, Trish was telling us a little bit about you, um, and we have, Eli- how do you say that? Elijah? Elijah. Mm-hmm. Elijah. Hi, Hi, welcome Elijah. to Chasing Prophecy. Hi, guys. What's up? So, Trish, go ahead, and you can introduce them again for us. Yeah. Yes. So this is Apex from the Kansas City area. Um, I and I am so excited to have you all on. I know it was kind of last minute. Um, I've heard so much about you in the Midwest. Uh, you know, kind of followed some of your investigations. I, I didn't know until today actually about your most recent ones with the Sally House. So that's kind of exciting. I as I I just went there um, before Christmas actually. So. Um, but I have heard so much. Um, they're they're very well known in in the Topeka and Kansas City. I'm sure all across the Midwest, for that matter. So, um, if you could just tell us a little bit more about how how Apex came to be. How did you how did you start? Yeah. So first off, thanks for having us on, guys. We really appreciate it. Welcome. Um, Welcome. Apex actually got started. It was just three buddies we were working together and all you know found out we had an interest in all things paranormal um so we just kind of explored that we went to an an old abandoned winery that's here in town and you know had let the wife sit outside and drink wine while we ran around the (laughs) building Um, worked out for everybody uh, but we had great experiences every time we went there and we said all right we let's do a real ghost hunt. And so we went to one of the Missouri state penitentiaries kind of overnight public ghost hunts. And from the minute we walked in, you know, that first building, we had nonstop activity. We were hooked and we said, this is it. Let's make this a thing. Let's be a group. Let's go have these adventures and, and fun times together as buddies. And over the years, just opportunities have kind of presented themselves and things have blown up so mm-hmm. we're up to i think six core members right now wow. um, we Good. run several locations that we manage you know paranormal bookings and events we do ghost hunting events all over the place um and we actually have our own show excuse me 
choking up. I'm so excited. Um, we actually have our, our uh, own show coming out on Amazon Prime called Apex Chronicles. Um, great. Just finishing up editing the last episode and then uh, hopefully it'll be on there here in a few weeks. So Awesome. Um, I'm going to check that out. Yeah. How did that happen? Um, I'm so, so excited when anything comes out of the Midwest because people forget we're even here, I think. <laughs> that's funny. It goes from the East Coast to the West, and then there's nothing in between. I think that's the... <laughs> and I can so, say uh, that because I lived on the East Coast, too. So, so Eliza, uh, what, what equipment do you use? Shannon, you want to take that one? Oh, man. We use... We, we use really um, just about any piece of equipment that we have seen on TV or that we have just obtained from um, other teams that have sold equipment like online. I think one of each person has their own favorite piece of equipment. What's yours? Uh, mine is, mine would have to be the music box and the EDI. I've heard of that one. I don't know what it is about those two, but I just, those are my, my go-to for pieces of equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the static dome too. We were introduced to the static dome um, when we were at the conjuring house. And so that's another really cool piece that we've been using. We've had some really good luck um, using the static dome. How about EVPs? Do you use EVPs? Oh yeah. Yep. There you- for EVPs, we use body cams. Body the body cams that we've used lately have caught some pretty interesting evidence. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've actually purchased a few more body cams for our episodes. Um, we use K two meters. We also use uh, laser grids. Mm-hmm. Um, another favorite piece of ours is a motion detector. Um, yeah. Just a normal, really loud motion detector. We've had some really good luck. Um, using that at a few other places as well. That's cool. What's the music box? So the music box is, it comes in different shapes. The one that we have, it's in the shape of a coffin (laughs) and it's a motion detector. So anything that passes in front of it, it will light up, but it'll also play this like really creepy music. I absolutely, I absolutely love it. It plays creepy music when that, someone comes never in. Never heard of that one. I never yeah. did either. No. It's really cool though. I've I've never heard of that either. Oh yeah, no. we often um, through our investigations. Cool. Now, do you do private residences? Do you go and help people out? Elijah, you want to take that one? Yeah, um, we we really <laughs> don't. We did for a long time as a group. We've been together for. I think about eight plus years now. Um, for the first several years, we definitely did try out with residential cases. Uh, what, what's kind of unique about us is we have mental health professionals um, in the group. Oh. And so so we spend, you know, 40 plus hours a week working with mental health stuff. Um, and what we came right. to find doing residential cases was about 99% of the time, you're dealing with mental health stuff, whether that's a, a full-blown mental health diagnosis to, you know, we had cases where there wasn't a mental illness involved, but as we dug in deeper, come to find out the family had had some, some fighting and 
and we're, um, man, I can't think of words this time. We're, we're not talking to each other. And right at the same time that happened is when this activity started kicking up. And so what we found is a lot of activity they're experiencing was easily explainable, but they were very hyper vigilant to everything going on around them because they had all this emotional stress. So not, not that that's every case out there, not that that's um, not a worthwhile thing to do is, is to investigate residential cases. Just for us, we deal with that so much during work life. We really want this to be separate and be fun and, and more, you know, of a hobby for us. And so we, we tend to focus more on historical locations and things like that. So you're you're saying that most residential hauntings are like, there's a lot of chaos going on in the family. That's, I, I I I feel like that's treading tricky water. I just, (laughs) in our experience, that's what we were encountering. Mm -hmm. And as a group, we just felt like, you know, that, that wasn't, we wasn't a good fit for us. We really mm-hmm. wanted to do the historical piece and, um, and, and really just wanted this to be more fun adventures for us rather than, um, well, oh, that sounds terrible to say out loud to you well, rather than helping people. Shannon, help me out. Oh Lord, you're <laughs> hurting yourself. It gets very personal with, uh, residential yeah. cases. <laughs> you know, it's hard, it's hard not to, Get, yeah. get you involved there. So I get we, that. we have taken on residential cases. We have actually, we, we have taken on one um, that since I've been on the team, I've been on the team for about five years. So whenever someone reaches out and we have a lot of people who reach out to us and say, Hey, we have this going on. We have that going on. Can you help us? Mm-hmm. So what we do is we, um, so to speak, screen them. So we ask them, you know, as Elijah said, like, you know, when did you start experiencing this? Are you having anything going on in your life that maybe could trigger these kinds of events? Um, Because asking those kinds of questions can help determine if it is paranormal Mm -hmm. or if it's, you know, psychological. And nine times out of 10, it is psychological. It's emotional. Um, You know, very few, very, very few um, homes that do reach out to us, we end up performing an investigation and we have once, like I said, in the last five years. And that was because it, it was a legitimate haunting. Mm-hmm. Cool. That's not bad. Now see with my group, um, since I had since 2006, that's what we mainly do is private residentials and I'm not knocking you guys. Okay. I'm not, but, um, the majority of the houses that we go to, the clients that I, that we have actually had some paranormal activity going on. Okay. And, um, see to me, I think if I start asking my clients medical questions, I can get in trouble for that. You know what I mean? Um, you know, so I just go on, um, they send me an email. I read the email, and if I think they're phony, I won't answer it. You know what I mean? But if I think it's legit, then yes, then I'll go to the house. It don't hurt for me to sit down and and talk to them. But a lot of the one-on-ones, because we do walkthroughs before we go do our investigations, and we actually go there like on a Wednesday, sit down, talk to them, see what's going on. And if I think it's a legitimate one to go to, then we'll pack up and bring the stuff in on Saturday and do the investigation. You know, so 
And that's only me. That's the way I work. Yeah. And that's, yeah, it's, it's, you know, different, different, um, approaches, I think there's, Mm -hmm. and I agree, there's definitely very legitimate cases out there. Just the experiences that we had, that's what we were running into. And we said, you know, I don't, I don't think that's, uh, really what we want to do. We want to kind of go in this direction and, um, you know, it is what it is, but thankful that there's groups out there like yours that we can also refer cases to. And we've got folks in our area that, that we work with. So if they come in, it's, it's not just, you know, we don't just say, yeah, no, thanks. We don't do that. Yeah, let's get you connected to somebody that can help with that. that that's good. That's good that you do. Yeah, we had a we had a few months ago. We had a paranormal um, psychologist that associated, which I thought was really interesting, and she said in her experience, I don't know how long she had been uh, working with clients as far as as hauntings and stuff, but most of them had. Uh, all had shadow people in their houses or residences. And those were all a manifestation of their own, you know, family issues or, Mm -hmm. or um, mental health things, you know, or, or addictions or whatever, which was really interesting. So. Yeah. She's probably called a parapsychologist. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's the word. Okay. We have some fun conversations or debates or what have you. You know, we take a lot of long road trips together and you're stuck in a small space <laughs> with each other for hours on end. He we have some great. What's that? I said he loves it. Don't let him fool you. <laughs> with, you know, five other people. Yeah. The first the first 10 hours are a blast. Talk <laughs> about some of the um, evidence that you've gotten. From the Sally House. From any house, from any Ooh. haunting that you want. Well, on. the Sally House. I, I do want to hear specifically about that one. That one's. Um, We're never getting away from this place. <laughs> <laughs> you know that seems to be the uh, the same every every time I talk to somebody about that. That seems to be the common <laughs> the answer. Yeah. All right, so we've uh, we've investigated there for about the eight years we've been together. I mean, we've investigated there a hundred thousand times. Um, and after our last time there, we as a group decided we're not going back. It um, gets old. It gets old. Well, I wish that was the case. There's I, I would so say, much there. There's, there's so much. <laughs> I, I'll tell you guys this hundreds of investigations that we've done, you know, traveled the country doing this thing that is the one place we've ever been that we feel confident saying there's something evil in that house. Mm. And we had to set a boundary and say, you know, we're not Mm. going back there anymore. Um, But I'm telling you every time a news crew comes to town and wants to check out the Sally house, we get contact or anytime we do an interview about anything, Sally house, it's like, it follows us. Um, and literally follows us. So about every three months or so, no matter where we're at in an investigation, we refer to the thing that's there as Sally, just to make it easy. Sally pops up. Mm-hmm. We know it's her. We can tell that it's hers. Most often after a while, it'll she'll admit that it's her. 
Um, and there's just, there's this weird connection between our group and that place for some reason. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Have you ever been to any places on the East coast? Uh, there's a, a place down in Virginia. We were there uh, last year. It's called the Octagon House. Mm, I've heard down that. in uh, uh, Wife, Wifeville, Virginia. We were there for two nights. That's a pretty cool place to go to. Then you got Transatlantic, Transalleghenny Asylum over here. You know, um, so. But yeah, we would, we'd love to get to Transalleghenny sometime. Shannon, tell them we just went to the East Coast and filmed an episode there. Actually, yeah, we went to um, to we went to film at USS Edison. And to make sure I say that right because I keep calling it Edison for whatever reason. Um, but it's USS Edison. It's in Michigan, right? Mm-hmm. That's what? not. That's not East Coast. We went what are you to talking about? East Coast. Oh, Conjuring. Good Lord, sorry, it's been a long day. I'm still at work, as you can tell. <laughs> um, conjuring, yes. So we were there in when was it? May, June, I believe, like early summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I'm going to be honest. Like, I when the team and I when we went to Conjuring. Um, of course, we went in with the ideas that were presented in movies and interviews and what we see online. So we definitely made sure we tried to go in with a clear head and not let anything influence us. And for the most part, it was pretty quiet. Um, we had some pretty good activity that occurred the second night more so than the first and correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong, Elijah, um, especially in the basement and on the second floor in the middle bedroom. Um, I, I ended up with some pretty cool experiences whenever I was sleeping. My first night there, I was in the middle bedroom, and that's supposed to be one of the most haunted rooms in the house. And of course, I'm like, I'll sleep in there alone. <laughs> um, and I... Like no kidding, I woke up and I we had fans on because it was it was pretty warm in there, so we had the fans on. It was super loud, and I heard somebody shushing right next to my ear, and mm-hmm. it startled me. I woke up, so I'm like, "Who is <clears throat> shushing in the bedroom?" And I went back to sleep, and not too soon after that, I literally felt somebody sitting on the bed next to me. And when I woke up, there was an impression like somebody was sitting there. Oh, wow. That's great. That's cool. (laughs) Did you find out who it was? Did you get a name? You know, I didn't, um, you know, because it just so happened that, you know, another location wanted to come through while we were investigating Conjuring. So we didn't get a whole lot during that investigation. But just, I mean, to be there was absolutely amazing i mean the location is wonderful the history and the home itself was super cool um what's the history behind that home well there's a lot of mixed history um because you have what is presented in the movies and then you a lot of third party stories but um just to kind of summarize it you have this family that moved into this home 
knowing too much about it. They went out into the country and it was the parent family. Mm-hmm. They wanted to move in the country. They wanted to get out of the city limits. Um, you know, they ended up meeting this gentleman who was, who was currently living in the home. Um, after some time, they ended up purchasing the home, residing there. And at, as time passed that they were living there, they started noticing just weird things going on in the house. Um, flies just popping up mm-hmm. randomly um, in the kitchen area. There were, um, you know, doors moving. They were seeing shadow movement. There is this notorious story of a chalkboard where the girls were using it, acting like they were in school mm-hmm. and they would write on the chalkboard and they would leave and come back and it, everything would be completely erased. Um, well, now, even, would you say this beyond. is a haunting or a possession, like an evil presence? Um, I would, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't go as far as a possession. I would say more of a haunting. Um, I would. Well, even, even beyond the story of that one family, it's the movie, The Conjuring. If you've ever seen that, it's the Mm -hmm. house that that movie was based on. But that house is actually dates back to, wasn't it like 1600s, the late Mm -hmm. 1600s. So it's probably the oldest place we'll ever go to in so, the movie did they use the original house or was it just no. that no, so you went was... to the original house yes but and you also see. you also got to remember too you know not so much part of the house but what about the land around the house you know what i mean the settlers um yes before yeah. so, that house was born yeah but, yep there was that was this land. the house the lorraine Okay, that's the same one. Yeah, that's yeah, the same yeah. one. Warren, no, don't go there. Okay. Don't go there. Oh, jeez, you're so. <laughs> John doesn't really care for them. <laughs> I'll tell you the 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 coolest part to me about that trip, and like I said, we were there filming an episode, but we didn't film this part. Was the end of our last night. Um, couple couple of our partners were done. They were ready to go to bed. It was exhausting. You know, we've been filming for however long, um, and I was like. We traveled 5,000 miles to get here. I'm not going to bed. I want to keep going. Um, and Shannon was on board with me. So so a group of about four of us decided we we're going to go explore the woods. And there's, you know, this really old stone fencing all around the property that I, I don't know how old it is, but it looks 1600s. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so we hopped the fence. I'm sorry. I have little foster puppies here having a grand old time. Um, So we hopped the fence and went exploring out in the woods, just us, just going out and exploring Mm -hmm. things. And we had the crazy, that was my favorite. It was the highlight, crazy experience. Mm -hmm. Things heavy, sounded heavy, jumping out of trees and landing. Oh, wow. Pretty cool. Um, We saw what looked like a little girl peeking around uh, trees, like trying to play hide and seek with us. And nobody was there um, hearing female voices out in the woods. I mean, it was uh, cinematic. It's yeah. kind of where Shannon and I's go to word. It was a very it, cinematic experience being out there. That, not, that's what I like to do. Like, you know, like we go to Gettysburg a lot. And there are certain places in Gettysburg that are, are haunted through movies and stuff like that. But what I like to do is go away from those places and investigate mm-hmm. different places at Gettysburg. And I mean, that's a place to go to too. And there's times that, 
will be investigating at night, and you can actually smell the gunpowder from the rifles, you know, and the drums. Happen. Um, I lived in a cottage on the the old uh, grounds of the near the uh, War of 1776 off Ontario. And there were, oh my goodness, you know, upstate New York's the same. It has so many, uh, so much history and so much, and the houses out there, it, it, every single one of them, you know, it's something, so many, it doesn't matter if you're outside, inside, where it's at, everything up there has activity. Sometimes it's the places you don't expect. Exactly. You, yes. you know, a lot of these haunted locations will have a, an area that's just known. And so everybody mm -hmm. spends all their time in that area, but you kind of get off the beaten path. And sometimes that's where your best experiences are. Exactly. exactly. Uh, yeah. I moved from that place. It was very well known, you know, for having, because it was the battlegrounds and on, on the lake to in town, just, just a random house that had nine stabbings throughout history. So obviously that one wasn't, you know, in a place that wasn't notoriously haunted, but obviously it was something with the energy in the house because it kept happening throughout history. So, yeah. And that place, um, that place was crazy, crazy haunted. I mean, it was. East. So uh, where is your upcoming investigations going to be? Um, we actually were, are going to be filming a second season for apex chronicles. We've already got that mapped out this year. Um, I want to tiptoe lightly because we do have a psychic that works with us. Mm. And okay. I, I suppose we can just tell her not to watch this. It's ironic because she's psychic. So. Yeah, Trish, are you, mm -hmm. Trish, are you part of Apex now? Huh? No, no. Huh? But I'm, but I'm saying there's, there's, a if you're psychic, obviously, you know, Right, yeah, just right. gonna find out anyways. <laughs> um, so we're gonna we're gonna kick the year off with doing some public events. So Apex is going to what's called Mac McIntyre Villa um, in Atchison, Kansas, and we're leading uh, two nights of ghost hunting there. Um, February, we've got uh, the cast of Ghost Hunters coming to a couple of our locations. Ooh, ghost cool. hunts. That'll then, be cool. Yeah, yeah. April, we've got the TWC boys coming to do some ghost hunting events in town. Um, and then I think we're packed with filming after that. So we're mm -hmm. going to, I, don't, I suppose it's okay to say, right, Shannon? Uh -oh. say right. <laughs> oh, okay. You'll just, you'll, you'll have to wait until the episode comes out. <laughs> when does this step, when does it start on Amazon? Our first season should be on there within the next few weeks. We're gonna we're getting our all of our episodes submitted to them. Hopefully by Monday we'll have them all submitted, and then just have to ha get them approved. Have Amazon sign off on it, and they'll be on there. Cool. Nice. I'll be looking for. And you're doing all the all the producing, mm -hmm. all, everything yourself. Yep. Yep. Editing and you just have them do it. Editing is mm -hmm. crazy. How did this happen? Did you contact Amazon or did they contact you? Um, yes, it was us contacting Amazon. That's okay. That's cool. That's yeah, cool. that's really cool. Yeah, that's. I mean, any that's way to get the neat. any way to get mm -hmm. the word out. Um, when I started in two thousand six, 
you know, a lot of people had a hard time believing in spirits, you know what I mean? And in ghosts and orbs and whatever you want to call it. And I just kept going and going and talking and talking about it because, we, you know, you had to get the word out. And when Taps was there at the time, you know, and they were on show, what it did was it gave people the opportunity to tell somebody that they were experiencing stuff, you know what I mean? So keep going with the word, dude. Just keep going out and go and, and tell people, you know what I mean? I mean it's Go for I, it. I, I agree. I'll tell you, too, though, uh, as a group, we kind of feel like, you know, I hope people watch this. Um, mm -hmm. it, it's cool. We're trying to show these experiences we have. You, you get a lot of skeptics and we love having skeptics around because we always tell them, you know, it's easy to be a skeptic sitting in your own home, but come, right. come out to this haunted mansion, have something happen. And exactly. you no, but you're so right. You're so right. I mean, so, so we, I, I mean, we definitely want people to, to watch this stuff and, mm -hmm. you know, hopefully they're entertained and they get a kick out of it and learn something. But at the root of it, I mean, we just enjoy doing this. It's, That's all that it matters. I mean, it's, my yeah, it's a it's a way for us to document our event. We have all these fun adventures, and it's mm -hmm. um, what we found doing this first season is I think we're having so much fun putting these together, going back and watching them at a team as a team, and kind of remembering all the the fun adventures wow. that we had doing them. And so, you know, hope people watch it. If they don't. You know, we're having a blast doing it. You know what? We will help you spread the word when it comes out. We will start advertising for you guys. Well, thank you. We yeah. appreciate that. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hmm. But, um, yeah. Before we let you go, is there um, any particular um, investigation that sticks out in your mind that you want to talk about that you've received a lot of communication and evidence that you do you have anything on video do you have anything like audio like emfs anything that you can actually hear a voice so i'll i'll, I'll uh, tell you this and then kick it over to shannon to share specifics we do have a, a youtube page going um and on it's just apex paranormal if you google apex paranormal you'll find everything you could possibly want um <clears throat> on our YouTube page, what we what we did through all those years is we would compile all the evidence after investigation mm -hmm. and just put it into a little evidence video. So, you know, we'll have a five minute long video that's just kind of back to back. Here's the EVPs we caught. Here's the videos, you know, whatever happened on that investigation. Um, so if you want to just get right to the nitty gritty evidence, I, there's like 50 videos on there. Is there oh. one particular that you can link me and I can play the like a, a little clip of it. Um, let me see what I can do. Shannon, do you want to talk about a specific place and I'll see if I can. Um, man, I, I don't, you know, now that I think about it, I don't know if we caught this on video or not. Um, one of the places that we went to and the reason why this sticks out is because, um, you know, the sound of hearing children mm. that are not no longer living is just eerie and heart wrenching, like all in one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and we went to a location. It was the Ferrar schoolhouse. 
And, you know, going into a schoolhouse, you're not sure what to expect because a lot of times you go into a haunted location and something just absolutely horrible happened there. But then going to a school, it's not necessarily something horrible that happened. It could just because it is. Um, And a group of us were sitting in the, I believe it was the gym and we were playing music and we were all sitting in a circle and we had the music box sitting out. Um, We had, you know, little, the cat toys, um, the glowing cat toys sitting out and Elijah had asked, you know, does anybody want to come out and sit with us or come out and play with us? And clear as day, every single one of us heard it with our own ears, but we heard a kid, it was loud and its voice echoed saying, but I don't want to. Cool. Mm. Cool. The hair on my arms, my legs, like they all stood up. And I, I'm, that was just, that was the most amazing thing ever since then. I wanted to go back there. That's scary. That's cool. Okay. Tell. <laughs> what are you talking yeah. about? Thanks, scary. That's think, cool. Uh, I think my favorite piece of evidence was caught at the Vale Mansion um, out here in, in Independence. So we, we, oh, that's what I want to go to. Oh, to me. Well, Trish, let me know anything. We've got yeah, well, I've never been to the place. We, I have my, I have our uh, haunted doll in my office. I was, I, I just looked at that before I said that. I was like, I just, yep. yeah, yeah. He's from Vail. She hangs out with me. Mm, okay. <laughs> Let's see if we can see some of this evidence. Let me know if you guys can hear this because I'm not sure if I have the uh, audio on. Can you hear it? Yeah, I hear it. Nice music. I like that. Thank you. On April 5th, 2019, Apex returned to the majestic Vale Mansion for another investigation. On this trip, we were joined by the Vale Victorian Society's Board of Directors. We had an incredible investigation full of personal experiences and amazing evidence being caught. The activity started immediately while we were setting up cameras and recorders Man, I was trying throughout to the location. Bigger. Here's what we caught. Cool. Sweet. Can't hear what he's saying. I'm home. began the investigation by taking the board to the second floor in Sophia's room and conducting a session. We then moved down to the first floor to investigate. Here's what we caught during those two sessions. Sophia, 
evidence brother yeah really yeah there's there's um like i said there's 50 wow. some videos on that youtube channel we also have some of our episodes there's some tester episodes and then there's a few episodes that will be on amazon that are already on a on our uh youtube channel as well so cool if you're ever bored late at night jump on and watch definitely those. definitely Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. I'm impressed. Very I, can't, much so. I can't deal with that noise, though. That noise gets on my nerves. That's I can't not do that. that we don't, and, hmm, we don't ghost, use that one much anymore. Oh, no, man. I tell you what. I can only last like five minutes, and then I have to leave the room because... How else, Sean, how else are you going to actually hear anything unless they actually spit it out? No, I'm saying it... Even I know. If I but, don't hear nothing, but I I can't take that noise. Mm -hmm. I can't. It, it I know, but there's not much. so many. There's so much that you can like, like equipment that you can actually see or hear or. That's why I got Jason. <laughs> well, what we actually so we've got a guy in town. His name's Katie Stafford. Um, he kind of has this nickname, the Paranormal Mad Scientist, oh, because wow. he he comes up with all these crazy. Cra he was on a ghost uh, of. Morgan. Ghost of Morgan City. Thank you. He was on Ghost of Morgan City and was was inventing equipment for them to try. Um, and he, he made one of those spirit boxes for a special. Mm -hmm. So it actually gets rid of that background noise. That oh, that would be oh, nice. Really? That would be nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's got a way to get rid of that background noise, and you just you really hear the voices come through a lot better. That's, that's good. That's good. What's this guy's name? K. D. Stafford. I'll have to write that down. Yeah, yeah, one, one of the nicest human beings on the planet. Really super cool guy. And he's from Kansas City, so he's twice as cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got that down. Thank you. Yeah. Well, before it gets any later, I want to thank our sponsors, um, Carnation, for sponsoring the second hour of our show. Um, if you have a chance, make sure you get out and get some Carnation instant breakfast or some Carnation milk to make your sweet treats. Thanks again, Carnation. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, we'll have to we'll have to definitely check out your um, Amazon's, you know, your stories. 
And is, is it a weekly video or is this going to be all released at one time? How are you going to release them? They'll, they'll all be released at one time. Yeah. Well, is they going to be on a certain day? Episodes, right. I'm sorry. You're next. Go ahead. Go ahead. Trish. Oh, it, I was just saying Amazon releases um, episodes, correct? Like an entire series, like an entire season, basically, right? Yeah. And th this first season will be short. I mean, it's only. I don't know, seven or eight episodes, something like that. That's so a lot, though. That's, that's a lot. That's a start. Yeah. That's a yeah. start. Yeah, yeah. We'll, take it. we'll take it. Yeah, <laughs> hell definitely. yeah, man. Even if it's only three, that's seven, a start. Yeah, 12 months. <laughs> right. We'll take whatever. It's <laughs> exciting. Yeah. yeah, I'm excited for you guys. I mean, yeah. you can do reviews on it. Like, you can't, you can mm -hmm. do it. A... Yep. Yep. Absolutely. And we want, we want feedback. We want so people do. Oh, don't worry. We'll feedback you. Perfect. <laughs> Even if it's constructive criticism, we'll mm -hmm. take it. Okay. I, I'm good at doing that. <laughs> no. And they're from Kansas. I see uh, I'll be have to behave because Trish here is from Kansas, so I'm going to have to be polite. What is the first episode? What's it called? Can you share that? I'm sorry. Can I have you, a hard time hearing you for some reason. Can you share the first episode? Um, yes, I'm not sure which one will be first. I'm not sure which order they'll be in. Um, okay. we've got, we've got one at the Vail mansion that evidence from the place that evidence video you just played. Okay. We've got one from the conjuring house. Um, we've got one from an old wild west hotel. That, that one was super cool. We actually, you're going to think I'm nuts. We played a game of poker with a ghost. Oh, that's, a, that's cool. We we had some whiskey. We had cowboy hats on. Oh wow! Poker and uh, had a spirit coming through a spirit box, mm -hmm. and he was engaging. Don't tell anybody this. This is just between you know the five of us here. But this ghost beat us in poker, <laughs> uh, and he was, song. he was saying, you know, bet, fold, all in. Um, I mean, I, I think he was cheating. I think he was looking at all of our. <laughs> you should write a western song about a ghost you oh, played you poker mentioned, with. You mentioned yeah, the right. word cowboy, Elijah. You just mentioned the word cowboy. Yeah, oh, yeah exactly. Jenny. Jenny and her cowboys. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> um, we we did a an old battleship. That's probably one of my favorites. Mm. Yes. Um, just a super cool place. We tried some kind of unique out of the box experiments. Um, one of them, we got the, I, I went up and helped the guy get the old PA system working. Mm -hmm. And so we, we sent Shannon all the way to the bottom back of the boat. And we sent our partner Ed all the way to the bottom front of the boat by themselves. Um, and then we played old ship sounds right you know alarms and whistles all, all all man your battle stations you know things that they would have played when the ship was in operation we would play the clip and then we'd leave it silent for a while and see what happens and we had some cool stuff happen there i believe um, it I, i'm i'm gonna tease you and make you go watch this thing <laughs> um, but you know shannon got called names at one point and they were seeing stuff move and hearing Ed said he was hearing switches getting flipped, like somebody wow. was at work down where he was at. Um, interesting. And then we did this other experiment that was super cool right after that, where we put some equipment down in one area of the ship and took a cell phone. 
and we had everybody up in another area of the ship with a cell phone. That group called this cell phone and we put it on speakerphone, set it down. And then we just yelled out, hey, guys, there's a phone call for you. Come and take it. And then we left, joined the group and we were asking questions through the cell phone. Hmm. Um, and it was a fascinating, fascinating experiment that we got some really super cool activity out of. Sweet. So, yeah. It sounds yeah. really interesting. I'm excited for you guys. I yeah. Really am. I am excited yeah. for you guys. Yeah, it man. is a big deal. Yeah, man. And when you're ever here in Pennsylvania, man, and on the East Coast, give me a call and then we'll Let's go out. Yes. Hell yeah. together. Yeah, we can do that now. <laughs> Now, I'm coming out to Kansas, see me and the team. So Trish is going to pick yes. us up at the airport, you know, <laughs> you know, and she's going to be our chauffeur for the weekend. Be your tour guy. Yeah. Yep, exactly. There you go. Because I want to go do the Sally House. I mean, but like Trish was saying, you know, we do a lot on the East Coast. The farthest up uh, west that we went um, was in Ohio. Okay. And um, that's a good place to go to. It's called Prospect Place down in Trimway, Ohio. Check it out. Uh, that's a very haunted place down there. Um, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to going to Kansas, you know. Well, Sean, if you get out this way, let us know. We'll take it. We're not going anywhere near the Sally House, but. Uh... Okay. No, no, no. I understand. No, we'll but buy you yeah. We'll take you to a couple spots. That sounds like a plan, brother. Sounds like a plan. I, oh, I would appreciate that. Yeah, we no, I'm in um, I'm in Topeka, so I'm not as familiar oh, with um, Kansas City. Obviously, uh, you know, I've I've heard of and, and I'm a photographer as well. So I love that's kind of a lot of the aspect I love of, of the, the historical places is mm-hmm. um, so much history behind it. And so much, yeah. it, you know, one always leads to another one. And mm-hmm. um, but yeah, in, in this area. It seems like it's almost, it's endless. It's crazy how, you know, all the way up through Chicago and you keep going, there's, there's something, I mean, Oklahoma, you know, I was able to go, have you all ever been to the, uh, the Skirvin hotel in Oklahoma city? Oh, wow. That's, that's a good one. And that I went there by accident. You know, I was, (laughs) I was at a seminar, so it wasn't, you know, I didn't go there because knowing it was, I had never even heard of it. Um, but there's so many things in the Midwest that, that people don't, like I said, they just think there's the East and the West Coast and it's like New York or, but you know. You know what, Trish, so. I beg to differ. I beg <laughs> to differ on that. Personally, me, honestly, I would love to go to Kansas, Oklahoma, New Mexico. You know what I mean? Because I read all kinds of stuff that's happening out in the Midwest. You know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. want to go out to California. That's, that's just not me. <laughs> but um, no, really, I would love to go to like Kansas so like my son lives out in Indiana and there's a couple of places out in Indiana that I want to go see and oh, yeah. sons in Indiana there's a lot yeah. of well Sean get out here Trish I didn't realize you were so close Shannon lives in Topeka uh-oh cool that's awesome yeah I I actually I just moved um moved back here I guess within the last year so um I haven't been here very long this time, but I did, I did grow up half my life in Kansas. So, um, you know, I'm familiar with a lot of more. So a lot of the small towns and stuff, but, um, Mm -hmm. and like I said, Kansas city, you know, I haven't, um, 
venture there as far as the haunted locations as much, but, but I want to, you know, now that I, now that I live here permanently. So that's cool. Well, any, I'll extend the offer to you too. Anytime you want, just let us know. Um, we've absolutely got se- several places in Kansas city that um, we're associated with. And so we can, is there good food out there? Yeah. Vail, Vail mansion is beautiful. Absolutely, absolutely it? beautiful. It'd be a great place to take pictures. Yeah. Awesome. Well, and my co like Sean and Jason, you know, being investigators, they they were asking me um at the end of last year if I ever go on investigations. And I'm like, no, nobody here ever wants to investigate anything. <laughs> oh man. Oh you got God. it right there, Trish. <laughs> but I I mean, I reached out to so many people and they're like, mm, we're just we're done for this year and probably next and probably Good. the next one. And I'm like, you're done. What? This is like, I'm getting the contact point. me. <laughs> I'm about to investigate my own house. Like that's how bad I want yeah. to. <laughs> and like I said, I'm not an investigator, but the spirits usually contact me. That's actually places like the Sally house and stuff. I um, ended up there by accident. My mom and I got lost, you know, and ended up parking right in front of it. And here I am looking on GPS. I'm like, that's, that's that interesting. Cool. There's, yeah. I guess, right? Sally house, you know. There's, so, so how's the food out there? Really What's good. That? The food good? Oh, the food. You you will never have barbecue as amazing as Kansas City barbecue. Sweet, sweet. I'm looking forward to Any, that. Anything else just doesn't compare. It's, See, all, it's almost as good as the football in Kansas City. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. yeah, hey. Yeah. That's, that's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Pittsburgh versus Kansas City tonight. Yeah. We always have the argument because I lived in New York also about the New York strip opposed to the Kansas City strip. And I'm like, it's, it's <laughs> here, we go. here we go. Here we go. But uh, no, because I, what about you guys? I know for me, after I I'm get back. done with an investigation, I get hungry. Do y'all get hungry? I'm always hungry. You're always hungry? <laughs> Yeah, Shannon's oh. not the right person at. We call it feeding. Shannon just- I get it. I'm always hungry too. <laughs> My feeding hours. Your feeding hours. She weighs <laughs> all of 90 pounds, and I don't think I'm <laughs> stop eating. I love food. Oh, man. Well, we want to thank you for being on the show tonight. It was yeah, very guys. informative, very interesting, and we so wish much. you best of thank luck you. on your Amazon adventure. Thank thanks again for coming on. And is, if, Give us a little bit of a uh, link. Do you have a link that we can put on our um, on our Facebook page or our website? Um, is there a way that um, your view, like our viewers, can get a hold of you? Where would they go? Absolutely, we're we're on all the social medias. Like I said, if you just look up Apex Paranormal, you'll find us everywhere. Um, but our website is theapexparanormal.com, and cool. we we keep that pretty updated with you know our adventures and what we're doing and events that we're going to be at and things like that well we wish you the best of luck yes yeah to have you on after your series is on we can bring you back on yep that would be awesome thank you guys so much for having us thank you for being here absolutely you have a great night yeah you too bye-bye well that was fun they seem like they have a really good system going there yeah they do yeah, and that's great that they're going to be on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There you go, Sean. You can contact Amazon, get yeah. start filming. Well, I'm trying to find sponsors because I had that uh, 
TV show <clears throat> called uh, um, Excuse me. Paranormal Pittsburgh, and, and then I had raw fear. But what I want to do, here's my goal for 2022, is to find a couple sponsors and put a two-hour special on an <clears throat> investigation on TV. That's my there goal. There you go. Yeah, so because it costs a lot of money to do it. <clears throat> but you know what? I had fun um, with raw fear real quick. I took, what, eight kids that never investigated in their lives, never heard about ghost hunting. And by the 13th episode that we had, my God, they were great. You know, yeah. I, mean, I would put them up against any paranormal thing. <laughs> so, yeah. It is that fun. was interesting. So what's what's really cool, you know, I, I, I'm sure everybody remembers the Blair Witch Project. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah was mm -hmm. not um based on you know it it wasn't real but um but do you remember the the method of filming the method of you know yeah it seemed very um documentary style like amateur and but now that's what's popular that's you know it's not about yeah you don't even need to, you don't even real. need high-tech equipment no they want to see real people they want to see yeah. real places you know it's not about these big high-budget movies and stuff as much anymore right. so i think um i think a lot of those, you know netflix amazon all of those are are that's why they're picking those up because that's i don't even watch real tv most of the time i mean yeah, yeah you can just use your cell phone as long as it has you know <clears throat> good camera but, on it uh, a couple of shows what i did with raw fear was there were a couple uh, investigations we filmed and put on TV where we didn't get no evidence at all. And what my idea for the whole thing was, because you see the other ghost shows going on and they always have to have something going on, some type of evidence. And I think, you know what? It's not all that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. There are places yeah. where we go to that you don't get nothing. So we put two episodes on where we didn't get nothing. So it was cool. Huh? <clears throat> so what's your show on tonight i'm gonna talk about angels oh there then, you go and then whatever comes out of my mouth there you but, go That's uh, a yeah angels uh, we haven't heard about angels in a while so yeah sounds good um <clears throat> we have to get some guests for next week but uh we're gonna go ahead and close it up early tonight okay okay <clears throat> so well we'll have to think about what's next week it's hard to get we're trying to get guests. So if you are, if you have a podcast, a paranormal podcast, definitely go to um, Pittsburgh Paranormal Society or Chasing Prophecy uh, Facebook page and uh, hit us, send us a link, and we'll we will get back to you. Okay, yep. he has a, he has the links to put. Up, so we'll put this. He gave me a link. Um, Apex sent me a link. So. Haunted Bell Mansion, too. So we'll put this on the Facebook page right now before I forget. <coughs> I'm sorry. I'm losing my voice at this point tonight. Let me go ahead and put this on. So, yeah, if you guys have any ideas of what we can have on this show, definitely um, send us a message so we can um, put, you know, do that. Mm -hmm. Running out of guests. And I hear somebody downstairs. My dog probably needs to go out at this point. Um, <clears throat> let me go ahead and put this on Pittsburgh Paranormal. I'm going to put it right up here. If anybody would like uh, to check out Apex, 
So you can check out their website. Okay, guys. Well, thanks again for tuning in to Chasing Prophecy. You guys have a great night. Have a great night. Good night. Great rest, rest of your week. Bye-bye. And, of course, I don't have the brand because I wasn't paying attention. Oh, Lord, so far. <laughs> Trying to find the ending. <laughs> Jeez, Louise, where is it? There's so many things in here. Oh, well, we don't have it. I don't think it's up, guys, because we're just going to have to shut it down. Okay. I don't see it here. All right. I guess he got right. Joe, if you're listening, can you shut it off? I got it.